Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on One Life Left, the world's favourite video game radio show, we wondered, who was Matt? He's not... It's not over, is it? He's not... It's not was. Maybe that will be this week's cliffhanger. Welcome to Resonance 104.4 FM. We are One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. How are you guys? Very well, thanks. Uh, Yeah, all good. Um, Something really surprising happened to me at the weekend. What? What? What I've got. Oh my goodness. Yes. What is that? Well, that's a Wii U controller. Why would I need a Wii U controller? Because uh, it is more um, substantial than any of the other controllers. <laughs> that is one reason why you, why one would need a Wii U controller. It's a bit funny, doesn't it? Can I open it? <laughs> it does look like you're doing that anyway. Oh, yeah. That's not a gift, isn't it? Is it a gift? Not, well, to me, is it yes. For me? No, it's not. <laughs> is that what this is about? Could you make use of a Wii U controller? Uh, no, I don't have a Wii U. Right, so okay, I mean. well then, mate, why am I getting a controller? I've got, I've got a Wii U. You got a Wii U. Yeah. Well, this is exciting. Yeah. What brought that on? Well, it's a long story. Uh, to cut very short, um, it's uh, a sort of leftover Christmas present from uh, last year. Um, oh. Yeah. So um, it's the best sort of present actually, because it turns out I did quite want one. I just didn't want to pay for one. <laughs> a bit like um, Xbox Ones are to us. So, what games have you got? Uh, um, Mario Kart. Okay. Shiny. Um, new Super Mario Brothers. Right. Uh, Bayonetta 2 <laughs> I tell you what that's, yeah do you know much about that game no. like a woman who um, when she fights all her clothes come off and she, her body gets covered by her hair oh Nintendo yeah it's, I mean it's it's a bit yeah I was glad that there was no one else in the room when I was playing it not because I was in any way aroused by it I just felt a little uncomfortable like so yeah you, you wouldn't you play were, that on the you tube you aroused at all by it certainly not no really? I found it very odd it was like um, all the mental um Cutscenes from Metal Gear Solid, but with uh, a lady who has hair for clothes, <laughs> as opposed to uh, incomprehensible characters. Um, and I bought Zombie U uh, mm. because uh, Wii games are haven't been as popular as they could have been. Like, yeah, it was eight pounds Zombie U, <laughs> not bad. Yeah, so you can scoop them up. Yeah, it's good. Um, I thought the Wii U was supposed to be an ugly console. 
Is it's, it? It's just beautiful. Like Mario Kart is a beautiful. Yeah, stunning. To you. Yeah. It's, I I'm a new it, convert. I'm a new convert. Give it three months it before it's now. at the bottom of the <laughs> canal. Uh, Anne, how's your week been? Fine. Um, I just got to touch a Wii U controller. <laughs> okay. Highlight of the week. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, it's been all right, Steve. Nothing to note, really. Nothing to note. What about you? I've uh, been okay. Very much enjoyed Ronnie O'Sullivan's triumph at the Did UK you? Snooker Championship. Made, made it interesting, didn't he? It was fantastic, I thought. Uh, really just added that in so that we're culturally British and we get some tax <laughs> breaks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's not just us in the studio, is it? Hello, uh, Simon the Intern's back again. Hi. How's it going, Simon? Good. Good, good. Uh, and also, um, the official super special guest this week is... The returning Luke Williams from Bossa. Hello, Luke. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Uh, how, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We had a busy week last week. Didn't you? We did. We're going to talk about that. Launching games and stuff. And uh, then I had some laser eye surgery. As you do. here I am. Do you do that every time you <laughs> release a game? Before I come on the show. Exactly. Right. Um, All the better for seeing us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on. Uh, but we're going to start the show as we always do. And that is with Anne's News. It's 7.04 on Monday the 8th of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. To celebrate the PlayStation's 20th birthday, Sony is launching a limited edition PS1-themed PlayStation 4. There will be just 12,300 consoles made. They're available to pre-order in Japan and North America already. People in Europe have been told to look out for info on how they can get one. Also this week was Sony's PlayStation Experience, which had a whole bunch of announcements, some of which we'll probably talk about now. Um, have you ordered one yet? No, it's Simon? sold out, isn't it? Has it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, Did I, you try? I, I, I believe. And I, um, I think, I mean, I really like the look of it. Some people were on on the Twitter were saying that they weren't that taken with it, but I thought it looked great. Is it stickers on the case or is it No, I think it's a grey, it's a grey, yes, an original PlayStation grey okay. console. It looked beautiful. Why 12,300? Yeah, I don't know. Why, Anne? Uh, if you divide 20 mm-hmm. by PlayStation 4... Okay. Oh, interesting. Right, that's interesting. Right, that's maths. Um, did you also get your free games this weekend from Sony? I didn't. No? What free games. What's the matter with Is you? It, what were you two doing EA's over the weekend? One? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What were they? Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare on PlayStation 4. Right. Not I've got it because yeah. I've already played it on you know, iPhone, right. better version, uh, don't have PlayStation 4. This, no, this is the third, third person combat game. Is that on iPhone? Oh, no. Right. I've played the top down one. Yeah, Plants vs. Zombies. It's yeah, free. That. It was free. Right, okay. Didn't get it. No. Um, Mirror's Edge on PlayStation 3? I didn't get that. I've got one of those. Right, and uh, um, Need for Speed Most Wanted on Vita. And why, why were they giving them... I don't, it's, Sony just keeps giving away games, doesn't it? Like, I'm sure that we're going to come on to talk about another game in a minute, but we're going to get that for free on other formats, aren't we? It's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, so were there any interesting announcements at the PlayStation experience? I mean, I've heard there were a lot... And Anne said we're going to talk about it now. So now. Are you going to prompt us? So, yeah. Oh, no. See what you can think of, Simon. Okay. Don't look at my notes. Right. They announced uh, Street Fighter Five, PlayStation hang on, exclusive. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Leaked that one, didn't it? Yeah. Leaked. I can't find it on my list, but yes. Um, David Jaff, Jaff, he announced Drawn to Death. Jaffers. Jaffers. Yeah, he announced that. Yeah. Drawn to Death. What happens in Drawn to Death? Uh, it's, um, it's a multiplayer combat game with drawn characters. Uh, people weren't that fussed about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else happened? Um, 
that's it, I think. Then the, were there any, uh, was, was there anything going on with Parappa the Rapper? No, not there in the isn't, end. Because I saw Matt Surasan hanging around and... I assumed, I thought, hoped against hope there might be an announcement. No, I don't nothing. think that there was. People have been uh, highlighting the fact that he's present in some of the recent Sony adverts. It's background dressing, but no, mm. there's no Parappa again. Okay. What else, Anne? Uh, Final Fantasy VII oh, yeah. okay. is going to the PS4. Great. It's a PC remake, though. It's, this, isn't, yeah. this isn't a high-definition remake. Right. Fantastic. Uh, they revealed some footage of Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. A Thief's End. Another Uncharted. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. Number four. Of course you are. Yeah, no, I like the Uncharted games. Um, With the older looking Nathan Drake. Well, yeah, time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And, yeah. This is reality. Time. He's now four. <laughs> um, so I was quite interested in uh, the people that made uh, The Unfinished Swan. They're making a thing. I oh, like that game. What are they, what are they making? Uh, it's a game called What Remains of Edith Finch, in which you experience the deaths of fe- several members of a cursed family in Washington State. Oh, nice. I really dun, like, dun, dun, I really like games. Excellent. Yeah, I, like, I really like playing games where you experience the death of members of a family. It's <laughs> my favourite. Don't you? Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely my favourite. Right. Do you tag them on yeah. Steam? So <laughs> yeah. Curate them. Yeah. Uh, right. What else? Uh, Persona 5 is going to PS4? Mm. Uh, so, something about destiny. I didn't really understand this. <laughs> more, more, more destiny. More, more destiny. destiny. Luke, did you notice anything at, uh, at the PlayStation Experience? I was uh, I was busy at the weekend, so I didn't kind of follow it all. You had your eyes lasered uh, to celebrate uh, twenty yeah. years of PlayStation, <laughs> didn't you? I did. I got the PlayStation logo just lasered <laughs> into my cornea. <clears throat> Call Blimey Governor, the next Assassin's Creed game is to be set in Victorian London. A video of in-game footage that was meant for Ubisoft's eyes only was leaked earlier this week, if you'd Adam and Eve believe it. The publisher confirmed that what people saw with their mince pies eyes was real, and that more details will be forthcoming forth with Squire. The game, currently subtitled Victory, is due out in autumn 2015. That's plenty of time to pick a pocket or two. Very good. Good, um... Yeah, that was uh, the quality of that was good. The timing was excellent, Perfect. by the way. Yeah, really, you've been really, really good, good this week. Really, well, two stories down. Right. Still got three to mess up on. I am bored of this endless cycle. Like, nothing makes it more clear than Assassin's Creed, where it's all hype, 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 and then moments after the last Assassin's Creed, suddenly we're supposed to get excited about yeah. the new one. Which, unfortunately, I am quite scene. excited about, because it's set in London, yeah. where we are. It was a leak, though. Um, they don't want you to get excited about it. There are leaks and leaks, aren't there? I mean, are there? (laughs) There are leaks and leaks. Okay. Have you you played Unity yet? No. No? I mean, I I only got, you know, I only scratched the surface of um, the one before that. And I enjoyed it Mm. until I sort of realised all I was doing was chasing around differently coloured dots on a (laughs) mini-map. And and then then I thought, oh, that's sort of lost it. I played all of them up until uh, Unity. Have you? Mm. So why not Unity? It just, it was all the talk around it, right? The kind of not letting anyone kind of tell anyone about it before it was out the weird, and then, yeah the weird faces and then I kind of yeah just watched all these you know if someone who's like you know got a super PC can't run the thing I was just like okay I'll probably step away from that and then you saw all the bugs and all of the what's the first thing you'll do in Victorian London Simon I will be um, trying to tail somebody but the game will think that I want to <laughs> walk along a pole <laughs> And I'll be alternately, like, just, it's so realistic that you're following someone that you'll just clamber on a pot, you'll sit on the pot, you'll sort of perch on it. Um, yeah, that's what I'll be, I'll be doing. What about you? 
I don't know. I always remember back to when The Getaway came out. I was really excited yeah. to be able to walk around virtual London um, and um, and went, immediately went to the... Uh, Went to the London Eye. That was exciting. London Eye was there. Well, it won't be there in Victorian London, though, will it? No, you won't, it won't be. So I have to think of something else to do. Or it'll be a steampunk version. <laughs> drive around to Danny, Danny Wallace's house. Um, I, is, is he still in them? Well, I have one dream that it'll be Danny Dyer. <laughs> Danny Dyer's Assassin's Creed. I'm in. Steam. Steam is not going to be outdone by Twitch or any of those other broadcasting services. Oh no, look out for Steam Broadcasting, a service that allows players to watch their friends play games, which is particularly brilliant if your friends are bad at playing games. The beta is currently running for people who don't have enough games of their own to play. You can decide who who you'll allow to watch you, and there's only a live streaming option right now, so no save footage. If Valve don't get E17 involved in the promotion of this, we will be so angry. Smart move from Valve. Yeah. Yes, I guess. I mean, well, obviously, uh, it's Valve that are doing it, and they've done infinitely more than I ever will. Uh, so it <laughs> seems weird to sort of criticise. But sure, hasn't the streaming boat gone? Maybe not on PC. Mm. Specific? I don't know. I don't think I so. I don't know. Uh, and the idea that, you know, uh, Twitch Twitch was sold, wasn't it, in the end, to... Am- did a- Amazon buy Amazon. It? That's right, I, I think, think so, did yeah. it? And uh, this will potentially take a big chunk out of that because you can imagine Steam offering a simple API to let people do it very, very swiftly. Yeah. Very uh, easily. It seems more like connecting friends with friends than... that. Whereas Twitch is so like... Skype. is Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, hey, I want to watch what oh, my friend's playing that game. I'm going to watch that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, friend, come over. Watch me play this. This is just the start, though, for Steam, isn't it? This is just their first... Dipping their toes in the water. Well, I think they saw the Dota 2 figures on Twitch and were like, mm. we want them on our, you know. And they can make it super easy because they have those people already because everyone's playing their games through Steam. So, Does, it, do, does anybody here actually watch Twitch for, for, for leisure? <laughs> no. No? I, no? I Twitch, but I've, I Twitch myself, but I've never Twitched anyone else. Okay. <laughs> That's a, that's a verb now, is it? Is it? Is it? I don't know. Let's, go. Let's right. do it. Okay. it. Look, if we're confident, it will happen. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems, seems strange. But, yeah, but I don't watch Let's Play, so who am I? You're not... You're I'm not, not Zoella. Common, you're not the common man, <laughs> no. are you, Simon? <laughs> Angry Bird developer Rovio is to lay off 110 of its staff and close one of its studios. Rovio's CEO explained back in October, we've been building our team on assumptions of faster growth than have materialised. It's never easy to consider changes like this, but it is better to do them sooner rather than later when we're in a good place to reignite growth. An Angry Birds movie is due out in 2016. The only light in this sad story is that maybe those pigs will get a break. At Christmas, Rovio. Mm. Well, yes. just before Christmas. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, no, they didn't fine. do it on Christmas Eve, did they? <laughs> uh, that's a shame. Sorry to hear that. Yep, sorry about yeah. that. Uh, victims of their own success, Anne, would you say, initially? Well, I mean, they, uh, the, the kind of the thing is that uh, Angry Birds has been the big thing for them. They've tried to branch out and the other stuff hasn't really caught on. Did you play Angry Birds Transformers? No, of course I didn't. I did. Did you see? No, nope, I did Luke? not. No. no. It tried a different mechanic. It was sort of like a tap to shoot, uh, but just hampered by in-apps and, you know, the sort of endless cycle that you get with a free-to-play game. I mean, that's what t- struck me about because uh, it was Retry, Robio. Yes, well. it was. Yeah. It was Re- published by them, wasn't it? Retry just seemed... There are so many monetization mechanics thrown at that game that it's almost, it's almost bewildering. Yeah. Like, um, Angry Birds was quite 
you know, elegant in the way it tried to take money from you. And I'm sure well, it was, it was the first one was paid for, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it initially went free or ad-funded on Android. Right, and then, okay. um, But that was it. It was, just ad- it was just adverts rather than, you know, oh, spend some of this currency or buy some with this currency. I wonder how Retry is doing. I guess, obviously, not as well as they'd hoped. Uh, yeah, well, um, but they, they have a number of different uh, silos, don't they? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Which, which, which one was this? Did they mention? Uh, it was uh, one of the Finnish studios. So they're um, looking to shut one of them down to consolidate everything into mm. uh, just one studio in Finland. And finally, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the monkey suit. Actor Parker Mills is suing Nintendo after he overheated in a Donkey Kong suit, which he claims contributed to him suffering from a serious heart condition. Mills was hired by Nintendo to work at the launch event for Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D and says he was denied brakes and ice packs to keep him cool. At this time of year, we would like anyone thinking of dressing up as Sonic Santa, Mario Mary or Pac-Man the Red-Nosed Reindeer to take this story as a stark warning. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unusual, though. Whenever I've worked with costume characters, they are pretty strict about um, how long they are allowed to work. Um, yeah, uh, and what they're able to do and having to um, having to take their uh, their outfit on and off at regular times. I'm surprised that Nintendo, yeah. allegedly, I guess, um, wouldn't have done that. I was... <laughs> I was at um, I was at a recent launch. I probably shouldn't say who. And um, we had a costume character out who was uh, delighting all the attendees there. And um, they came in for their break. And I've never seen a sadder looking figure than when this character because they use. Um, so some of them have uh, you, you you inflate them so they they, yeah. they put the body on and they sort of puff them out. And um, this character came back in one of the cheeriest video gaming characters you're likely to see and was just all deflated <laughs> like i was like i've got to take a picture of that and i was absolutely not allowed to because it looked so sad so sad i was Imagine the, a sad donkey kong i was at the uh, the oval watching surrey uh in the 2020s uh, not so long ago actually i don't think it was in 2020 maybe a one day match or something and surrey has a, a mascot caesar the lion who comes around at the, you know during the during the t20 breaks and tries to entertain the children uh, I was just sat opposite the players' dressing room and peering in, of course, as you, as, yeah. you, as you do. I saw one of the players wearing Caesar's head, <laughs> just <laughs> charging around the around the dressing room, um, uh, bulldozing what? into them. Uh, it spoiled the magic of it. They killed Caesar. They killed Caesar as a trophy. Yeah. As a trophy yeah. Wow, fabulous. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, good luck with that then, Donkey Kong, or what have you, or Nintendo. <laughs> Don't know. Thanks, Anne.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Uncle Bibby, uh, and it's a song called Pinch Me. It's done with the Korg... What do you call this thing? Korg DSN 12. It's the new Korg on uh, Nintendo 3DS. Okay. Uh, and it makes me want to download that. I think it might only be available digitally. It's certainly on the 3DS store. I haven't bought it yet, but I may well do that now. Uh, it's on chipmusic.org if you want to go and listen to it there. Please do. There's lots of lots more good music coming up on there and the rest of the show. What? What? <laughs> Luke! Hello. So what have you been up to recently? Um... Just, you know, making stuff. Making stuff. You've made uh, a game that made the... Uh, I don't know. I've not seen Twitter, um, and I can't say this word on the radio at this time, but I've not seen Twitter lose its S uh, in such in such a way as they did when uh, your latest game was you know, announced. You know how uh, Kim Kardashian's butt was meant to break the internet? Yes. She didn't do I it, I Am did Bread did this. Yeah. As far as I can see. Tell <laughs> us about I Am Bread. So... Maybe it was about six months ago. Um, I kind of thought, like, bread's interesting. Um, <laughs> had, you, I, I had, guess, so had you done everything else that day? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I like the idea of maybe, like, for me, a piece of bread would want to become toast, like, and that would be an interesting goal. But, like, it's just like I thought in a sense that, like, imagine if, like, if you were a piece of bread and you were, like, just in a bathroom and someone was like you've got to become toast here and then you're like oh how am I going to do that and so then you like you almost have an interesting dilemma of trying to make heat somewhere where exactly were you when this thought occurred to you um what time of day was it I don't remember and what had you taken <laughs> nothing actually okay which so surprises a lot of people but w- were you eating bread at the time no I can't so, so what led your mind to start <laughs> thinking about bread I don't know. I don't really remember. I just remember going like, oh, bread would totally want to become toast. <laughs> and, and then I thought, and then that was like interesting to me. Seems like a generalisation right. to me. It's true. I was, I had a similar sort of thought. The other day I was thinking, I was looking at toast. And I was thinking, <laughs> oh, I bet it wishes it was younger. So, I, know. <laughs> I was thinking toast. Toast kind of makes bread like uncooked toast and that makes the sandwich seem really weird I saw you treat just, that yeah I just like like a raw just raw, like, yeah, raw like, toast oh yeah don't, don't bother cooking it I just want that cheese between two bits of raw toast <laughs> that's kind of horrible right yeah well the, the, the next step it wasn't just the fact that I was like yeah bread and toast um, it was because of the thought like if bread was real like well, it is real, it of is. course. I mean, you know, it's imagine, <laughs> imagine if it was. What's if bread crazy? was a, let me rephrase that. If bread Dare was alive, to dream. If bread was alive, how would if I was in a game? How would, how would I control it? a piece of bread? Because you can't just put legs on it. I mean, you could, but that was right, really that would be crazy, wouldn't it? It would be. <laughs> and I thought it, like it was interesting because then the player would almost have to make up the movement themselves, and so they kind of have to just flop the bread around. <laughs> like using control sticks. And so, stuff. Th- th- then what happened? Like, w- w- this was at a weekend, was it? Do you sort no, of walk I, in Monday morning, or, or well, remember, let's say the following day? Well, no, there was. I, I first went to Tom Jackson, who's a who's a coder at Boston. He was the coder on Surgeon Simulator, and I was like, okay, so bear with me here. I have an idea. Um, and you play a piece of bread that wants to become toast, and then he was fully on board with it, and so, like. I believe one evening we just like messed around like trying to figure out how on earth we were going to move this bread and how you were going to control it. And then later on, Bossa had a game jam. We were like, okay, so we've got two days here. And so we kind of just both focused on that and tried to get this bread moving around uh, like an apartment. 
in a interesting way. Right. And after that, we were like, this is kind of cool. And so then we got some more people on board, and then we made it, and then we announced and, it. And, and now here we are. And here we are. What a ridiculous world we live in, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I feel like... Uh, because you know rugby was born out of um, somebody picking the ball up at football now actually what should have happened at that point was that um, that uh, when William Webb Ellis picked the ball up instead of inventing a new sport around it what should have happened is that there should have been a free kick and he should have got a yellow card and then we and then there would be no rugby right? so I blame the people around him at the time and I feel in a sort of similar way uh, Tom, did you say his name was? Yes, <laughs> he should have stopped me there he should have stopped you there exactly because look what's happened um it's fair to say that it's gone down quite well, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Like, people so kind of get behind it. Um, like anything, you don't really know until... And also, you know, we've got, like, a lot of people kind of dismissing it, but then what's quite interesting is we're finding a lot of people going, like, actually, no, this is this is a real game. <laughs> and, like, they're almost surprised by it, um, which I don't know if I should be insulted by. But, you know, it is, like, it is meant to be, like, a game you can genuinely play, get good at, and it has its goals, it has its story, and... And all that. Like, it has a know, story. It does have a story, yes. Well, you play um, a sentient loaf of bread, and every day a new slice from that loaf comes alive with the mindless desire to become toast. And all the while, you've obviously got like the innocent man who like lives in this apartment who is just finding like his room kind of trashed with a slice of toast, and he's trying to figure out why, and he's essentially moving this loaf around as he's trying to figure out what's going on. And all the while. But so, how many slices come out of the loaf of bread? We don't know yet because we don't haven't built all the levels. But when we have <laughs> determined all the levels, we'll we'll segment Just the, the does bread. Does the quality of the loaf deteriorate as more slices come off? It's a very good question. Yeah, At the moment, very yes, question. it kind of would, but it needs to go in a wrapper. That's my request for the yeah. artists. Yeah. We need to put the loaf in a wrapper, otherwise yeah, it will spoil. That only works for so long. Yeah. Eventually, exactly, your yeah. loaf's going to go blue. Yeah no we're, well okay we haven't we haven't gone that far at the moment the the loaf is only four days old okay well um, you're good at four uh, days aren't are you, you? Yeah, exactly well, yeah, yeah. If, I, if you store it correctly Steve. well I think you almost have to toast it at that point yes, don't you that's you true. do it's true. Yeah, you do and so that that sort of need that thirst for the bread to be toasted will get more and more you know but, but just so that it can be eaten yeah yeah just because because. Because that's what it wants. Singular to do. desire is to be consumed. You know, it's it's like us all. As we get older, we get a little bit, you know, rough around the edges, a little dry. You might say we just want to be consumed. <laughs> no. Maybe we toast ourselves. What are the, what are the challenges of writing a game about a, a, about a loaf of bread, slices of bread? Um, I I want to say that it makes sense, but it kind of doesn't anyway. As long as you kind of, as I say, as long as you stick to some sort of internal logic, you're all good. You can make it as mental as you want. As okay. long as kind of, as long as it obeys its own little universe. Do you think uh, this game could have come from any other studio? Because Bossa has a, um, a history of game jams and games emerging from those mm. game jams, like Surgeon Simulator, etc. And um, probably not. I think the same way that no company ever would have greenlit Surgeon Simulator. I think going ahead with like, yeah, you control this slice of bread, but then you've just been told get out. <laughs> what you're talking about um so i think maybe yeah like n- not necessarily probably like yeah, people probably had these ideas all over the place but no one's stupid enough to say yeah go ahead That's and make it is that sort of uh, it's sort of a similar thing that is it double fine do this they have like uh, do, yeah. yeah they have jams. the amnesia fortnight yeah and yeah. then stuff comes out of that it seems yeah. like a really good way of working it is i think well, we do it just to kind of free up like people just to mess around and do what they kind of want really and it gets you a chance to like work with other people and kind of get a break from whatever game you're making at the time um and so far you know it's it's worked out i think people have um speculated that uh it was a game made 
it's probably the first example of a game made with sort of YouTube in mind. Mm. Is, is that the case or is that accidental? Because lots of people have just been putting uh, videos up of what this slice of bread is doing, sort of flopping around. Yeah, and all yeah. That. I mean, I think the, the, the term is like YouTube bait, right? And it kind of started to arise, especially when, well, I guess with Surgeon Simulator, but then to a degree Goat Simulator, because Goat Simulator kind of embraced its bugginess. Whereas at least in Surgeon Simulator, we tried to not have it like buggy it, it it was still like yeah physics bugs happen but we didn't kind of embrace that we definitely tried to make it fixed and polished and nice but i think the key defining thing is you're always just trying to make a game that isn't as throwaway necessarily so it's while it is you are controlling bread it's a bit of a mental concept i don't necessarily see it as ha 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 look it's a random bit of bread i kind of you don't play Sonic and go, oh, look, it's a hedgehog simulator, when clearly that's not what a hedgehog does. Right. It's kind of in the same way. It's not like a... I mean, I've seen people kind of call it a bread simulator, and it's like, we never called it yeah. a bread simulator. It's it's a game in which the main character is a slice of bread, but it's more for like the interesting flipping controls. I think that... And it does lead itself well to like YouTube. I think any kind of physics-driven stuff uh, does. But it was more the, the, the idea behind it, I guess made me kind of want to play with how it would move and that right. would be kind of fun rather than going like haha like youtube will love this are you uh sick of bread puns yet um a little bit yeah <laughs> but it depends which ones they are because if someone says like ha huh, uh yeast it's a good game then right. then i'll tell you i've heard that before okay but anything original no, well, don't, i'm all don't ears don't look at us no. no um you're in early access at the moment then what does that mean yes um that means we're kind of taking on like everyone and want them to say where are we going with this crazy ass bread because at the moment we're um we're in the apartment and we're going crazy but we kind of the next step of the game is to basically go out into the big wide world right. and uh and cause kind of havoc there i guess as this guy throws the bread away but then doesn't think about the repercussions of putting out a mindless <laughs> uh slice of bread that wants to become toast because it will go to any means necessary um so we can pick it up on Steam now, yep. early access. Uh, any yep. idea when it's when are you going to be full release, finished? Early next year. Okay. It's not going to be any kind of long-winded early accessness. We're going to finish finish it, nicely polish it up, and kind of take in all those kind of suggestions, achievements, and go a bit mental there. Great, and then, and then have our full And then you, you know, I was going to say, like, once you finish a project, that's the time to sort of sit down and reflect but mm. clearly that's a dangerous thing for someone like you to do because <laughs> no well i have another one already <laughs> on the go as well okay but you won't hear about that one until next year i've got a joke come um hey everyone i've heard iron bread is really great ciabatta play it that's the joke local news hello i'm sega badawi and welcome to one life left Local news. You paid 90 bells for a Santa who smells at Waluigi's Winter Wonderland. Yes, unfortunately, visitors to the Mushroom Kingdom's latest festive attraction have not been happy with the service provided. Masterminded by the lanky interior designer with bizarre facial hair, Waluigi's Winter Wonderland has been hit with lots of complaints. Parents have said that the petable reindeer in the field was just a Goomba with a red nose on. They also said that Santa's helpers were Cooper Troopers that could be seen having a cigarette break from the queue to see Santa. And worst of all, Santa smelt of garlic and instead of giving presents, he asked for presents to be given to him instead. We spoke to Waluigi about this and he said that there were some teething issues and that he would be speaking to his brother Wario to discuss Santa's boundaries. 
but before he could ask him any further questions, he drove off in his cart, which was then shot through a cannon and then turned into a hang glider thing. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Edgar, uh, from uh, Sally Pierre Lamy, writes, um, regarding do video games cause violence? Did we mention that? I don't know. I think it's just an ongoing thing. Okay, all right. Um, I've played a wide selection of styles, genres and eras of video games. A bunch of these have got very bad press for being violent and causing violence. GTA, Mortal Kombat, Carmageddon, etc. In my experience, the only ones which have caused violence are the frustrating ones, regardless of subject matter or amount of gore. We are featuring Iron Bread on on our next show, and I squeezed the mouse so hard in fury that I expected it to explode in my paw. What's the most enraged gaming experience you've ever had, says Edgar? So, (laughs) Edgar, uh, I mean, is he enjoying Iron Bread? I'm guessing. Is it a game to be enjoyed, Luke? Is that what you said? Yeah, it does. You just need to learn how to control it first. I think people kind of get a bit daunted when they see the bread kind of flopping, but there is actually method and you can before you know it you're literally assassin's creeding yourself up a shelf <laughs> so stick with it's it pretty Edgar. impressive uh what's the most enraged you've become steve i bit my nintendo ds no what was the what was sp i bit my nintendo sp when my favorite character died in fire emblem oh uh, and i threw my beta actually last last this week you actually uh, yeah uh, like you know in that sort of half-hearted okay, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm really angry because i was playing spelunky and my i was on the daily run and i was doing well and did something stupid game over and i was like really angry went to throw it thought better of it but still needed to carry on that action threw it at the end of my bed and it bounced off a pillow and went onto the floor felt stupid it was fine and I don't know if I've ever done anything. Well, I don't think I've ever thrown anything. Uh, but just, it's always with touchscreen games where my fingers start feeling really like, start getting a bit shaky and just like a bit like, oh, it's not going to work properly and frustrated. And yeah, just feel really horrible on the inside. Thanks, video games. Luke? Any kind of competitive first person shooter when you, you have those rounds or sessions where you just die, 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 die. And then you're like, why am I even playing this? What about you? Uh, no, I don't. I'm very passive. <laughs> and- you are, aren't you? Uh, dear presenters, super special breadist and intern. I find that Sainsbury's Christmas advert, based on the early Call of Duty games, a bit bad in taste, <laughs> TBH. What other examples of distasteful sellout marketing ploys surrounding video games can you think of? P.S. I can't play Iron Bread as I have a gluten allergy. Any chance of a gluten-free patch? You could call it DL Celiac. Hey, that, that was good. Actually, how's, good how's that for a joke? Thank please? you, Jamie. Thank that was uh, incredible. Celiac. Very good. Oh, what was the actual um, question? What have we had? We had... Zombie boobs. Uh, oh, that was horrendous. The Dead Island Riptide? Yeah. With the severed, like, torso? Oh, the torso. Ugh. Yeah, the yeah. bikini severed torso. That's gross. Yep. Mm. out marketing. Um, Lara did uh, LucasAid in the olden days, didn't she? Yeah. But that didn't say that was alright. I didn't find that offensive. Mm. Uh, she did Playboy as well. Did she now? <laughs> mm. Did she? I think so. Didn't they have like a tasteful? <laughs> I say tasteful, but it, it was back in like Tomb Raider two days where she was still very polygony, and uh, right. and uh, yeah, they just 
Just had a, you know, like in I'm a bed sheet I'm not Googling that, Luke. How dare just you try it, old? How dare you? Just go. Not after, did you not hear what you were saying about Bayonetta 2? It's not oh, yeah, into no, that sort no, of thing. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, yeah. Okay, uh, James Baxter writes, Dear OLL, if next gen is now this gen, is it time for everyone to declare their game of the previous generation? Have you done that already? Well, you should know, James. It's all up there on our website. You can listen. Mine was Alan Wake. It was the first story in a game that really connected with me. Love the show, James. Game of the generation. It's got to be GTA V, isn't it? Uh, Pixel say- Junk Eden for me. I miss it so bad. So hard. Dunno. No. Dunno. Luke, game of the generation. Mass Effect series. It's kind of three, but yeah. one. You know, those ones. Do you have a letter? I do. It's from Robert Wells. Weasel Spoon. Weasel Spoon, yep. Who says, Hello, you super lovely folk. He's probably talking about you guys. Um, <laughs> this week I ran to a chap who's developing new tech for games, and although he couldn't tell me much about what he's doing, one of the features of it is the ability to have four players looking at the same board and each seeing different pieces. On the other end of the spectrum, a Kickstarter has just gone live for HDMI Boy, a mod for first-gen Game Boys that adds a HDMI output. These things I want in my life, but I don't really know why. What forthcoming tech are you excited for, Pip Pip Robert? I was I read that email and I was thinking I would really love an HDMI output for a Dreamcast because I don't currently have a way of plugging a Dreamcast into a TV. I, I think some of the games on that would look really, really good at high def still, because they're quite stylized. Things yeah. like Jet Set Radio yeah. mm. uh, would still would look fabulous. I've done the same with the, the Wii emulators, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like GameCube and Wii emulators, yeah. like Dolphin emulators yeah. on PC, and it made like Wind Waker look incredible before they made the... Can you get version. an HDMI version for the GameCube, an HDMI mod for the GameCube? Because yeah, I would and love like, F-Zero GX on the GameCube. I'm pretty uh, sure, yeah, you can get the Dolphin emulator, which will do F-Zero in HD. Yeah, but you need a super fast PC Yeah, I that. think you do, yeah. Mm. Apparently it's got a lot better, Dolphin has. Really? Yeah, mm. for, um, for, yeah apparently I, 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 I was reading somewhere. Okay, yeah. And you can play, apparently, you can play F-Zero with Oculus as well. Shut up. I know, seriously. Like, a friend of ours... Um, uh, with F-Zero in particular, uh, David McCarthy was round my house when that came out, and um, he was with um, a lady at the time who had a child, um, and uh, we showed the child the, um, the child's first first ever video game when it was F-Zero, and it was the first time he'd seen it, a, uh, this young boy had seen it um, something on TV, and he literally just stood in one place and went, ah! At uh, F Zero, which is, I think, is probably what you do if you saw it in Oculus. That's basically, <laughs> what I do every time I see GX. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you very much uh, for good. your letters. Uh, all in on time this week. Well nice to see. Very good. You've got uh, one more chance to wish us a happy Christmas or talk about your news resolutions. Uh, so please do keep them coming. Email us. Team at onelifeleft.com.
This is Kodak, Lazy Fruit, again from chipmusic.org. Christmas party chat. Uh, We had an email from uh, Damien Ashfield uh, who says, Hello team and super special guest. I'm probably more excited than is healthy about attending the Christmas party. He put an exclamation mark at the end of that sentence to indicate how excited he is. (laughs) He says, however, as the the debauchery finishes at 2am and is in the far east... I'm worried about having to sleep in a bus stop with Keith Stewart and his festive fingers. <laughs> Back to the top bunk, obviously. So, can you recommend travel, accommodation, and or suitable stimulants to keep me awake until the 6.30am train out of Paddington? Tara, lots of love. D-Bot. Um, also, I haven't written One Direction Story of My Life to be about Dom from Gears of War's wife because I think it already exists, or am I wrong? It doesn't already exist. Do so write that. Do, that. do write that. Although it's an awful song. So, if it finishes at two, does it? I'll be gone before then. I'm an old man. Well, te- technically, we've been offered the opportunity to get a late license, which I believe Loading said could go on until the following Tuesday. Until <laughs> <laughs> the following Thursday. Um, yeah, it's going to be good, isn't it? So, we're sold out. We are sell out. However, uh, we do have staff tickets remaining, so if you would want, if you do want to come, uh, then you have to join our staff. Essentially. Yes, and the way you do that is by writing us a song. Uh, we've had a few submissions already. Then you can come and be on the team. You can sing it. Write another video game song. We've got a video game karaoke song about Surgeon Simulator. I know. I need to come down to loading sometime and listen to someone sing well, it. What about on the 19th of December at our Christmas party? I'm in Sweden. You couldn't go anywhere. We're sold out. <laughs> uh, no, we, but we should um, do check with us, please, before you write anything, though, because yeah. we've, we've got two versions of Fairy Tale of New York now <laughs> and three versions of All I Want for Christmas is You. Right. So, uh, yeah, you have to, you know, there are there are some good stuff. We haven't got away in a manger. Okay, yeah. So, away in Joe Danger. <laughs> writes itself. Yeah. It's a find and replace job. Yeah. So someone do that. Um, okay, we don't have many features this week. In fact, I say that we've we've had our only feature, which is brilliant. That was local news with Sega Badawi. However, um, I've been I've been doodling during during that. And uh, sorry, we're boring you, were we? Yeah. Well, okay. you guys, I, I was hard at work. Right. Um, I want to do top five top five bread games I would make. Okay. Wow. It's a flashback, isn't it? (laughs) And we are going to count down from five to one. We used to count up. Turns out it's not how you do it. Okay. Uh, At number five. At five. At five. You do the at five. At five. I'd like to do a uh, platformer from the Mega Drive era, which you play a piece of bread um, jumping along. You can swap the different types of bread you wear. It's called Dynamite Bready. Yes! At four! At four. I was thinking maybe a co-op, a co-op shooter uh, where you protect yourselves and your friends from zombies. It's called Left for Bread. (laughs) (laughs) Could do Left for Bread too if that was a success. At three! You know, I really like the idea of zombies generally in (laughs) in games, so I was thinking maybe one in a shopping mall. Yeah, gotcha. This is going. Yeah, Bread Rising! (laughs) At two! Uh, this is a tricky one, honestly. Now, I've been a fan of the Western genre for some time. I think it's really, really scope for a free-roaming uh, Western game involving a loaf of bread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> red Bread Redemption. Yes! Could have been uh, Bread Dead Redemption. Or Bread Bread, bread Redemption. Redemption also works. Stick all the bread. Ah, number and one! Finally, number one. I think the game that I really, really, really want to play involving bread is one where all you do is you sit at a keyboard and you just bash the word bread over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's called Typing of the Bread. Job. Thanks. Nice. You know, the, the, there, is, there is still scope for other 
other games. Other little little ones I wrote down. The Baguette Away. That's <laughs> good. Far Ride. Yeah. Toast yeah. Recon. Yeah. There was also Granary Theft Auto. Cool. It's good. He, he does this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly, if you have got any bread suggestions, why not tweet them as? At One Life Left. Um, and maybe, if we remember in the last 15 minutes, we'll read them out on the rest of the show. Uh... What? One life left. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done this bit for ages, so, uh, you know, it just seems like we might as well fill in the last few seconds. Like that. Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world, and a radio show that is, you know, it's all right. Shortlist. We are here, we turn up. We do turn up. Shortlist endorsed, we are. Uh, we were just talking about our One Life Left karaoke. We've got a couple of songs about Surgeon Simulator, How to Save a Life, and Patience. Patience. See? Write themselves, don't they? Uh, it was good doing that top five feature, wasn't it? Should, I was thinking we should maybe. Um, I remember them being hard work. It should be a permanent feature. We should revive some others. Yeah, okay, well, we can certainly do all apologies, can't we? All apologies this yeah. week. Haven't done that for a while. And you could do some Anne Arts. Yeah, I am good at drawing. Get Derek back again. <laughs> it's about time. He's been away for a couple of weeks. Craig the Rage hasn't been on for a while. He hasn't, has he? No, he's having some life troubles. <laughs> he's, he's having a baby. He's having a baby, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what we call them? <laughs> I think for him, yes, that, that counts. Okay, uh, time for reviews, maybe? Yeah, reviews. It's about time. Who's been playing a game this week? Because I haven't. Well, there's not Spelunky. Yeah. I have been playing a game. Um, So, you know how um, stealth games are all uh, dark and... um, fiddly mm-hmm. and uh, take themselves very, very seriously. Indeed. Uh, I've been playing a stealth game that's not one of those. Um, it's Breath of Fresh Air. It's called The Marvelous Miss Take. And you play uh, Miss Take. You see, it's a pun. Name, man. You see, get Got that? it. Yeah. Got it. Um, who is on Miss a take. mission to um, reclaim uh, works of art which have been uh, taken from her. 
uh, unfairly. Um, and uh, yeah, it's an absolute breath of fresh air. So it's um, from iso- an isometric point of view, it's really bright and um, cartoony. So uh, the enemies in it are big, burly, comical uh, security guards. Um, you play uh, mistaken. She sort of uh, she walks very daintily uh, from location to location. Um, super simple controls: uh, left click to move, hold down left button to whistle. Um, and yeah, it's just got a real sense of style to it and a sense of fun that it's just uh, it, it just completely removes most of the frustration that you can get with uh, stealth games or dodgy self sections. Um, it's uh, it's bright um, and. What I, what I like about it is that the guards have no fixed routes in the game, so you can never really be sure about which way that they're going, and that completely changes the gameplay. You can't just sit back and watch where they're going to be going next, and um, yeah, really enjoy it. Um, a hidden gem on Steam, I would say. Available for PC and Mac out now. Uh, I'd be interested to know what Mike Biffle thinks about it, given uh, he's working on volume. Um, and... Uh, uh, from my understanding is that he wants to change the stealth genre slightly he's writing a game um, I think aimed at uh, curing some of the frustrations with uh, stealth so be interested to know what he thinks what I think though Steve is I think it's really good um, 7 out of 10 Anne uh, this isn't going to be a very good review <laughs> just but just okay. so that nobody gets their hopes up uh, so I uh, played Deadly Premonition it's the free one on PSN this month. It's really scary. And I was in the house by myself. So, oh, you just sort of... There's a lot of cutscenes at the beginning. A lot of, like, pretty disturbing imagery. Some twins in there, which is always worrying. Always. Oh, yeah, always. Always, Steve. What if some of our listeners are twins? Uh, they are the exception to the rule. Very good. Good yeah. save. Um... Yeah, uh, and then there's a so then you're sort of driving a car and talking to someone who's like maybe dead or like whatever, Um, and then you go off the road and then you end up at this place and then there's all zombies about and you've got to kill them, Um, but there's loads of noises and it's very atmospheric and the zombies kept coming at me and I didn't like it and every time one uh, I saw one or I heard one coming around the corner I swore and I tried to walk backwards and then I realised that. I have choices in life, and so I turned off the TV. Well, I, I paused it for a while, because I was like, look, if you just get yourself back together, pause it for a while, you don't have to keep playing it as it is. You're getting a little bit over-emotional. So I paused it, but the um, noises were still going. So I just turned off the TV until other people came back to the house, and then when they turned back on the TV, it was still there just making noises. So what did you think of the zombie noises, then? I mean, I thought they were pretty, well, scary enough for me to turn off the TV. Oh, and every time that I heard them, every time I heard them, oh, you guys weren't, didn't make the noises, did you? Am I accidentally, oh, for goodness sake, <laughs> <laughs> is that on IMDb? I, I actually provide one of the voices in Deadly Premonition. I think I'm, I'm Zombie 3. I'm, what, I'm a zombie near noise. Near the beginning? Uh, I'm not sure where it was used, but I'm literally in that game. Oh, well, thanks very <laughs> How do you much. Sleep well tonight, Anne. <laughs> thanks, because that really scared me, and I had to turn off it? my television. Right. That's why I'm pleased, and that's why I'm yeah. recognised on IMDb. So, so. <laughs> I didn't really, like, I didn't enjoy it because I got really scared. Uh, no, stop it. Stop 
that is literally it. the zombie voice from Deadly Premonition. Done live for you there, Anne. And I'm very happy to come around yours no, this evening while you're, you're sleeping. Invited. Perhaps one day I'll wake you up no, on a road trip. Whenever we upsetting. go to GDC or Nordic yes. Game next like, year, I'll wake you up. Like morning. <laughs> I don't... No. Simon, are you looking for more zombie I opportunities? Am, yeah, I'm available for, uh, <laughs> for work. Parties and um, alarm, uh, yeah, phone MP3s. Uh, it was too atmospheric for my liking uh, to play it by myself. I would consider playing it again with a friend. Uh, seven out of ten. I'll play with you. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> Luke, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been getting up in Dragon Age Inquisition. How many hours in are you? Like 20. Okay. And I'm like nowhere. If there's anything about this game, it's absolutely huge. And they weren't lying when they said that. Because I'm just like, I have barely scratched the surface. I've been to like one area, which is like the size of Skyrim's world or something stupid like that. And uh, and it's one of many. And I'm just kind of trying to get through it, but it's get really loads of stuff to distract you. It's just uh, a hell of a lot better than the others, I think. Well, especially number two, Dragon Age 2, by the way. Bit yeah. of a Bit of a downer. But I much prefer this one to the other, the previous two. I think it's amazing. Do you need to have played the previous two in order to enjoy this um, or not? No, it kind of sets up enough of the the world, I guess. I think they almost wanted to kind of reboot the series with this, and it's it's done pretty well so far, I think. Have you been doing any romancing? No, like, as I said, I'm, I'm barely anywhere into the game. Even though usually 20 hours feels like a significant amount, in this game it isn't. Because but I think they've we're, we're more or less just passed uh, like greetings with most characters. Have you got your eye on anyone? So, uh, you know, because yeah, greetings are enough. Uh, um, well, I mean, there is the Iron Bull. Uh, he's got giant horns and is very masculine. And really? I don't know, Freddie Prince well, Jr. Well, well. It is Freddie Prince Jr. Interestingly, I play the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> are you the voice actor? Exactly. You're Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, just uh, out of interest. So if you want me to come and whisper yeah. that in your... Uh, wake you up. Yeah, and... no, I had no idea. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, apart from that, though, yeah, very very good game. I recommend it. Um, it's got the iron bull in it. His horns are probably a little bit too big, so I'm going to probably you. have to give it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is uh, Tiamaki through my eyes. Earlier in the show, we had Mills DJ and like a kid again. We were just talking about scary games off air. <laughs> well, weren't you? Ice War. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were just uh, you. You were looking forward to Outlast Two, Anne. Yeah, I'm. Uh, but again, I will only play that in a group situation. I don't um, want to be by myself. The, the one that paralysed me was State of 
decay. Uh, I found myself being unable to turn it on. Oh, yeah, because, you were really into that. Yeah, while. then it, it just just got to me. I couldn't turn it on because I was like, oh, no, this is too uncomfortable for me. I, I, you don't know what's going to happen. I felt the same way at the weekend when I was playing Zombie U. I've only been like an hour and a half in it, but... Uh, yeah, I just like why? Why am I doing this? You could be playing Mario Kart. We should play Outlast Two on Twitch. Yeah, definitely. Okay, maybe we'll do that over Christmas Let's or whenever it's out. It. Is that verb? Have we verbed it yet? Hmm. Brilliant. I think so. Have we missed anything out from our chats this week? Well, thank goodness we have an intern. Hello, Simon. How have we, how have we done this week? Good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Of okay. course. Uh, something for you, Simon. You wanted the uh, new PS4, right? But I did, yes. Uh, so you can go on eBay and buy one for ten thousand pounds. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't. I mean, I do have an eBay, but I don't have ten thousand pounds. No, just get the the one life left account. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, yeah. Great. That's what it went for, was it? Yeah. Wow. And then some some sad news for One Life Left. Uh, Witcher mm. Three will be three uh, three months late. Oh. Is it got delayed again? Oh. Yes, it's on the nineteenth uh, of May now. Oh, close to my birthday, though. So yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> I wrote um, that song I talked about. <laughs> it's, now, it's now written. Yeah. <laughs> could, we, could we twitch The Witcher 3? Or is that not legal? No, you would be able to. Yeah. yeah, but given what, Twitcher, the, yeah, given, given what the government's done, oh, the, yeah, their laws, yeah, yeah. pornography yeah. laws, I'm probably no, in trouble. No, you probably couldn't. Okay, anything else? Um, uh, maybe that GTA 4 was pulled from, from shelves down under, from Target G- and Kmart. Okay, uh, do we care about this? Not really. Okay, that's probably why we didn't mention it, I guess. We've got Australia, Aust- Australian listeners. We do. Definitely care. They would have bought it by now, wouldn't they? Hmm. What? So you think it should be a case? Get it out there quickly. Yeah, buy it. If buy you want it something, super, buy, yeah. super quick, because yeah, they might take it, it away. I do think that, yeah. Cool, anything else? Um, Sony Santa Monica said that they were working on a new Gods of War. Or okay. it's coming out at some point. We've never finished a God of War game. No, no. I've never started one. Right, okay. so, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Right. I don't them. even know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically it for the week. Okay. So there was something about well. Peter Molyneux oh, as well, yeah. wasn't there? Uh, yeah, that uh, he said uh, uh, the Kickstarter Peter. ruined Godus for him. Right. He said that the problem with microtransactions. He said, <laughs> he said the problem with Kickstarter was that um, when you're desperate for the, like, I'm going to paraphrase him slightly. When you're desperate for money, you will say anything. So the man who was, will say anything complains about ability to say anything. It just seemed very strange to did me. It, did, he said it ruined coders. Oh, goddess. 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 I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, did we not talk about this on the show last week? No, he said it on okay. last Tuesday, yeah, I think. Yeah. So I thought it was slightly unfortunate. Like the, the headlines that came out of this were more extreme than what he actually said. What did he say? Which was his, his message was... He believes that Kickstarter, from his his experience now, is Kickstarter is a really valuable tool, but only when you've already got a demo. Because your audience that buy into the game, that literally buy into the game, will end up shaping the thing that you're making. And unless you have something defined already, then their, their vision of the game will differ so much from yours that it's almost impossible to make something that pleases even half of them. I think that's completely right. And he's learned that from experience, so... I don't know. And obviously the headlines came out and go, mm-hmm. Peter says Kickstarter is a destructive <laughs> force. Which, what he said was, the way that he employed Kickstarter was, you know, destructive for the game that he made. Well, let's hope he's learned, shall we? Looking forward to the next one. Yeah. The next yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a voice that you use for Peter when there are quotes? No. You should have one, I will really. make one up, don't Definitely worry. have yeah. next time. Luke, Thanks. thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show. No problem, it's been uh, fun. How can we follow your work? Um... Well, you've got the Boss Studios Twitter, you've got me on Twitter as well. 
um, which is forward slash E-T-E-R-N-Z, but don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> and that's it. That's how you follow everything to do with bread and surgeon and other crazy stuff that we do. Good luck with it. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm not here next week. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> bye, Anne. We are, yes. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks okay, for bye, guys. Bye. bye. <laughs>